Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of K-Axis Wrestling Network. Today, we will be covering the April 17th, 2018 edition of SmackDown Live. And, alright, let's let's begin this. Um, we're going to start with the opening. Okay, so at the opening, AJ Styles made his way to the ring. You know, he called out Nakamura. And instead, he got an answer from Rusev and Aiden English. You know, and you know, um, you know, you got the big Rusev Day chant going on and everything like that. Uh, that's fine and dandy, but um, you know, if I had to decide, I mean, I gotta say, ten times out of ten, it would be AJ Styles. That's without question. You know, but uh, you know me, I'm an AJ Styles fan, admittedly. You know, I've been one since his earlier TNA days. You know, so I gotta keep it. I gotta keep it real with AJ. You know, why not? Why would I just go Rusev just because everybody else is? I'm not doing that. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon because I was never a Rusev fan and I probably never will be, to be completely honest here. But anyway, enough about that. All right, so um, that match uh, that match ended rather quickly. Um, AJ Styles applied the calf crusher early on. Aiden English just jumped in and screwed the whole match up, you know, and then the match ended in a DQ. So, uh... You know, English and Rusev just continue to just jump AJ, beat the crap out of him. And then Daniel Bryan comes out to make the save. So he's the big hero already. So, um, all right. And then we had a backstage segment where, um, you know, Paige booked Bryan and AJ versus Rusev and Aiden English. So, uh, you know, in a tag team match. So that's fine and dandy. But, uh, I don't know, um... It's good to see Daniel Bryan getting booked again. That's for that's for damn sure. You know, it's great to see him back. I think that's excellent. You know, he's just been out of the ring so long, and now he's just so thirsty, you know, to get back in there. Like, he wants to get in there bad, and, you know, and I can't blame him because he loves wrestling, you know. You know, his, his life is wrestling, and it's great that he can actually continue, you know, living his dream, you know, just doing his thing, doing, doing what he loves to do. You know, it's excellent. It's great news. All right, but anyway, let's move along. Um... Alright, so then we had an in-ring segment where Shelton Benjamin came out and, like, he just suddenly, like, I guess kind of, like, turned on Gable, you know, who was his partner for, like, umpteen months. Like, who knows? I mean, like, like several months. He's, you know, those two have been partners. Um, I gotta say, for, like, the better part of a year, they've been partners, tag partners, and, you know, Shelton Benjamin comes out and just trashes him and, you know, and pretty much says that, like, you know, Gable needed him uh, more than he needed Gable and so on and so forth and saying that like his Twitter got hacked and, you know, he didn't really say that he, uh, you know, wished the best for Gable or something like that or, you know, said he saw big things in his future or something like that. He claimed that he never put that on his Twitter. His Twitter got hacked supposedly and somebody else, had, you know, wrote that in there for him. Yeah. Anyway, he he called out you know, big competition, and then, you know, Randy Orton came out and made his entrance, you know, and then, um, you know, he, he just kind of stood there while Jeff Hardy made his entrance, so Jeff Hardy came out and actually came down to the ring like he was ready to have a match, so then we pretty much uh, splashed into match number two here, you know, and, and then we had uh, Benjamin versus Jeff Hardy for the, um, I think it was for the U.S. title, wasn't it, if I'm not mistaken, but anyway, 
you know, Hardy, Hardy uh, pretty much made quick work of Shelton Benjamin in, in what I would call a squash match. Like, I don't know what you guys would call it, but a match that ends that quickly, I have to call that a squash match. You know, some of you guys might agree, some of you guys might disagree. You know, let me know in the comments. But anyway. All right, so, yeah, that match ended rather quickly. Then we had a backstage segment where, uh, you know, Miz said he would be there at uh, next week's edition of SmackDown Live. So um, that's fine. I mean, the question is, will he go directly for Daniel Bryan? Will those two get back in it? You know, will, you know, will they go back at it again? You know, because, you know, um, I'll, get, I'll, I'll talk about it later on when I, when I get to the end of this uh, discussion. Because I like to, you know, talk about the show in order. And the order that things happened on the show. You know, that's how I like to do things. But anyway. Um, yeah. Miz said he would be there on the uh, next edition of SmackDown Live. And then you had Sonya Deville and Amanda show up as the new draft picks for SmackDown. So they're no longer on. Um, they're no longer, you know, Absolution is pretty much no longer on Raw. They pretty much followed Paige at this point, you know. And then we had Luke Harper versus Jey Uso. And Harper basically squashed Jay, and, you know, he squashed him in about a minute, you know. And then, you know, Harper and Rowan just pretty much beat the crap out of the Usos again until Naomi came out there begging him to stop, you know. And um, so there we go. We had another squash match. So um, then we uh, crashed into Sin Cara versus Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe announced as the new draft pick. And then Joe squashed Sin Cara via the coquina clutch you know and then joe cut a promo on the smackdown roster about getting handouts prior to his arrival and then he cut a promo on roman reigns and he vows to beat roman reigns okay you know uh, for, you know it vows to beat him in that match that they're going to have at backlash but let's move along here we had another backstage segment which consisted of renee young interviewing daniel bryan Pretty much asking him uh, his reason for saving AJ Styles earlier on in the show when he was attacked by Rusev and Aiden English. And he basically says it boils down to respect, you know, and that's understandable. And, um, and then, you know, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the camera just, you know, shifts over to the side from Daniel Bryan and Renee. And you just see this huge guy just standing there. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's Big Cass and he's back. You know, and then he just pretty much calls Daniel Bryan a little man and walks off. You know, he didn't really have much to say. But um, then we got into another, like, segment. Like, this was more like an in-ring segment. Segment. It was like Karma's, uh, why am I screwing up? Carmella's celebration. Uh, she called it a melebration. You know, and then Charlotte interrupted her. And then... What's her name? Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, those girls from NXT. Uh, they pretty much interrupted Charlotte. And then Charlotte pretty much got the crap beat out of her again. And then Becky Lynch came out to rescue Charlotte. So where are we headed with this one? Um, from what I can see, possibly a... I don't know. I, I think probably next week we'll see a tag team match that will consist of Charlotte and Becky Lynch versus Kay and Royce. You know, that's most likely going to be the case. It's either going to happen next week on SmackDown or it's going to happen at Backlash. One of the two. 
at the uh, dual branded backlash, might I add. Um, all right, so then we crashed on into match number five. Match number five consisted of Charlotte and Billy Kay, and Charlotte won via the figure eight, and then she takes another beating. You know, it's just how many beatings is Charlotte supposed to take, uh, you know, on the SmackDown brand? Because ever since she's been there, she's just been taking endless beatings. Um, you know, and Carmella, you know, I think Carmella was the one who got her this time. You know, she just got the crap beat out of her because I think um, Carmella hit her with the belt or something like that and just started clobbering her, you know, clobbering her, you know. And um, I don't know. It's pretty nutty. And then... uh. Charlotte and Becky Lynch just, you know, got the crap beat out of them by, you know, Carmella and Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, you know, so they pretty much got the crap beat out of them, and then Asuka came out to the rescue, you know, and of course nobody's, nobody's gonna touch her, nobody in that ring was gonna, you know what I'm saying, well, nobody out of those three were gonna touch her, you know, you know, Royce and the other girl and Carmella. I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I'm I was never a huge fan of NXT. I still don't really watch NXT. Every once every once in a while, I will check in to see what they're doing, but you know, I don't watch it religiously. I don't watch it every single week, you know, like a lot of other people do. It's just not my thing for the most part. I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it sucks. It's just not my thing. It's like I stay on to the big time, you know, because I just feel like NXT. It's more of a developmental show, and it should be treated as a developmental show. It should not be treated, you know, like a developmental show should not be treated as a big-time show, you know. But anyway, I mean, I know a lot of people are going to get mad about that. A lot of people are going to disagree with that, and that's fine and dandy. That's why we're here. We can disagree, but we can disagree respectfully. We don't have to do it in a way where, you know, we're making threats and, you know, saying I'm going to kill you and all this other craziness, you know what I'm saying? We don't have to take it to that level. In fact, that's not even going to be tolerated on any of my channels. But anyway, let's move along here. All right, so then we have another backstage segment that consisted of Sheamus and Cesaro, and they were introduced as the new draft picks. And then we had another backstage segment, which consisted of New Day, R-Truth, and Ty Dillinger. And that was just kind of awkward. I guess it was a little funny to some people. I don't know. It wasn't that funny. But honestly, um, it's kind of a strange strange segment, to say the very least. And then, um, let me see. Gradually, they started making, um, making it known that Sanity, Anderson and Gallows, and CN are all going to be on SmackDown. Of course, uh, Sanity was called up and CN was called up from NXT. So uh, we got more NXT names that's going to be appearing on the main roster. All right. And then we had the main event, which consisted of AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan versus Rusev and Aiden English. And, of course, that match ended via DQ because, you know, Cass came out and just attacked Daniel Bryan out of nowhere. And that's what caused the DQ. And then, out of nowhere, you know, Nakamura just came out and low-blowed AJ while he was on the apron. You know, and it's like, what's, what's going on with this low-blow thing, you know? Like, every time he pulls a sneak attack on AJ, it has to be a low-blow. You know, and that's just like, what's the deal with that? You know, it's just really awkward, really weird, you know? I mean, he goes from doing... Pretty much he goes from doing kicks and knees and elbows and taunts to doing just low blows and saying he doesn't speak English. That's it. 
Like, and they call this guy an artist? Like, what part of that makes him an artist? Yeah, I know you're going to get mad, so what? You know, I'm not a Nakamura fan, never have, never will be, and I'll make that loud and clear. But anyway, I know people are going to disagree with that, and that's fine and dandy. Like I said before, I don't care, because at the end of the day, we're all going to have our wrestlers who we like and who we dislike. You know, I have mine, you have yours, and that's fair. And, you know, as long as, as, long as we can see eye to eye on that, front, you know what I'm saying, then it's fine and dandy, you know what I'm saying, on that standpoint, it's all good, so, just throwing that out there, alright, but that's about all for, uh, you know, the Smackdown review, you know, um, the show mostly consisted of squash matches, and, um, you know, draft picks, is what I call them, you know, because shake up, draft pick, whatever, you know what I'm saying, same damn thing, anyway, that'll be all for this episode, uh, I will see you guys next time, um, I was thinking about, you know, getting more involved as far as like, let's say like TNA and ROH and, you know, things like that. Um, It really depends on how the audience goes. Like if I get a big enough following eventually, I'll start, you know, covering more wrestling organizations. But for now, I'm just going to cover Raw and SmackDown, you know, just to keep it simple. You know, I don't want to go out of my way too soon, you know, until I'm more in demand. You know, when I'm more in demand, then I'll start doing more you know, start covering more wrestling organizations and, you know, doing everything else that's expected of me as a wrestling podcaster. But um, anyway, above and beyond that, you guys know, you, you know how I do. All right. Comment, subscribe, follow, like, donate, do whatever you want to do, but just keep it respectful. Um, I will see you guys next time. I'm your host, K-Axis, and I am signing off on today's episode and I hope you guys enjoy it I hope you guys listen I hope you guys like what I do Um, I will see you next time you guys have a great one you take care stay safe and don't do anything I wouldn't do all right you guys have a good one